A Gay and a Non-Gay is a podcast from James Barr and Dan Hudson. They're like a lovely little couple, except they're not. It's Pride Month and Queer Eye is back. Oh my God, it makes me cry so much. It's so amazing. Have you seen it yet? No. Dan, what are you doing? Oh God. I, well, that's, you're not being a very good friend if you haven't seen it. I really... Uh, what? I hate this pressure to watch stuff all the time. Why? Being put on by everyone. Why? It's only so many hours in the day. Yeah, but you've got loads of time off. I do not have loads you, of time off. You literally have so much time off. No, I literally and don't. And you're going on holiday to Seattle. I'm not going on holiday. It's not a holiday. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. What are you doing then? Going on holiday is like going to, you know, Thailand and like sleeping on a beach or something for a week. Not. What are you doing then? Going to Seattle, getting up at 8.30, going to the gym every day and doing loads of So you're going admin. on a focus. You're just doing your admin. Yeah. Great. And most people do that in Starbucks, but you're going to a Seattle. Home of Starbucks, yeah. Welcome to a gay and a non-gay. Why do you have to get all the way to Seattle to do your admin? Well, I'm not, but whilst I'm there, that's what I'll be doing. Right. Um, and you're going to Pride in Seattle this weekend, which is really exciting. Yes. Um, um, excited. Are you coming? No, I, uh, I can't. I have too much admin. Why don't you want to watch it? I don't. I've got so much other stuff that I'm. But I think you'd in, like in, it in the middle. Yeah, but I, can't, I literally cannot add another thing in in the mix. Well, what are you watching that you don't need I'm, to watch? No, nothing. I'm only watching things that what I need get, to watch. What can we get rid of? Nothing. So I'm in the middle of Parks and Recreation, so I'm already eight years late on that. You've got. So in eight years' time, you can ask me about Queer Eye. But for the, for Dan, now, no. This is. I'm not accepting it. Like you won't watch RuPaul either. You won't watch Queer Eye. But I'm in the middle of all this other stuff. You're I'm just, you're failing me as an ally. I read because that, with a book you can just like forget the you velvet, just get on with it. Forget the Velvet Rage or any of that mental health stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you, need, you need to watch. You need to watch Queer Eye and RuPaul's Drag Race. Like if you really want to know what's going on in the gay world. But I've been thinking about it, and then the whole point of Queer Eye is that the Fab Five travel America and they transform people's lives, right? I don't know, I guess so. I haven't seen it. Well, I'm, <laughs> I haven't, have I? So. But they also just have incredible divisive conversation that changes people's opinions of LGBTQ plus people and it's really beautiful. And it's great and everything, but, you know, who's looking out for the gays? Sometimes the gays need a bit of help as well, right? Yeah. And as we all know, Dan is um, a great non-gay friend of mine <laughs> and you've given me brilliant advice previously on, on our podcast haven't you Dan? Uh, I believe so yeah. Like when I um, wasn't sure whether to text that guy back the other week you were like don't bother um, and then when I broke up with um, Dan 3 last year you you were like just move on <laughs> more uh, fish in the sea yeah and, and I just feel like I need to share my non-gay with the rest of the world so <laughs> we decided to do uh, non-gay eye on Ooh. our podcast Ooh. Um, if, so if you, if you need any advice from my non-gay, just get in touch. Just tweet at gay non-gay, hashtag non-gay eye. Should we hit it? Non-gay eye. By the way, one listener wrote back after I tweeted about this saying, we're trusting Dan's advice now? They say it in that voice, don't they? <laughs> yeah. I don't really buy this line that I don't have good advice Okay, well, that, pushing. Well, there we go. I'm not pushing that. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying you do have good advice. <laughs> which is why we're doing this. <laughs> Great, let's crack on. Okay, so Benjamin um, in Brighton wrote a message saying, how do you react when blokes start talking about women and football? How do I fit into that conversation? On the topic of women, like you're, you're not whether you're gay or not, you can still have an admiration for the female form, can't you? Right. So, for example, if you and some and some gay dudes were discussing like who's a fit gay bloke or whatever, I wouldn't be like completely alienated from that conversation because I I would 
you and your mate are talking about Jake Gyllenhaal or something and whether he's fitter than Liam Hemsworth. I don't fancy either of those people, but I can still see objectively that they're both good looking. And on that particular one, I'd probably think Liam Hemsworth had the edge. Right. And equally, you can get in, you can get involved in a conversation with with me and my friend about Christina Hendricks. <laughs> I don't. I think you're missing Benjamin's point, which is what? How do you talk about women and football? How do I fit into that conversation? But I think you can. I think you can fit into that conversation quite easily. The women part, the football. Like, I don't I'm, know though. What is that saying? Oh yeah, I give her one. Oh, she's well fit, mate. You can add a gay touch to the discussion, right? By instead of saying like, oh yeah, we would, like, you know, but you could be like, oh, she's an attractive female, <laughs> and then move on. Like, and, and what about football? Oh, God knows about that. Great, good advice. <laughs> Hope that helped, Ben. Non-gay eye. Right, here's one from Josh in New York City. He says, what's the best way to trick a straight man into being gay? Why would you want to do that? Why would you need to do that? It just feels really... I guess he might fancy a straight guy and he's trying to like see if he can win him over. My advice would be to not do that. There's plenty of gay blokes knocking around. And to be fair, like we know that it's nature, not nurture, right? And that we're born who we are. So you can't change someone's sexuality, can you? No. Leave the non-gays out of it. Non-gay eye. This is an amazing message, actually. This is from um, Carolina in California. And Carolina says, a non-hat wearer to non-hat wearer. What the hell should I say when co-workers say homophobic jokes around me? I am a non-gay, but have a brother, uncle, and friends that are gay. And I feel like an ass by just keeping quiet. It's difficult, but I think you've, you've kind of got to say that's actually quite offensive. At a festival once, someone called me the F word. For some reason. Wow. And I went ballistic and erupted into a whole scene. It literally erupted into like a standoff. I was never going to touch him, but I, he maybe he had an intention of touching me. But we were faced off with each other, arguing, basically because he'd called me that. And I said, that's offensive. And he said, my brother's gay. And I said, literally is irrelevant. It's still offensive, isn't it? Regardless of whether your brother's gay or not, or whether you've got 20 gay brothers. And I find it offensive. And it just went on and on. Eventually, eventually, like, security came and had to break it up and everything. It was a really weird situation. So, were you offended that you were called that? I was just offended that somebody used the word. And I was like, well, I'm not having, actually having that on my watch. So, I objected to the use of the word. This is quite a long time ago now. I, did you use the words in retaliation, I am not gay? I don't think I did. Cause it's you not just re- like, I'm offended by the word. Yeah, it's not relevant. Good. I mean, maybe a gay person would have more reason to get offended, but it's still offensive isn't it to me or to anyone else so what's your advice for carolina well i think you've got to say like actually that's really quite offensive i find it offensive whether she's gay or a non-gay or a non-hat wearer or, or whatever she is but if you work with these people it could be quite daunting to have to say something to them couldn't it well, like, if you work with them then i think you should anonymously put in a complaint oh you don't think you should just say when they're making the joke <laughs> guys like well, i think that's offensive well both i've got a gay brother it's difficult, isn't it? I think, actually, if you say these things, people are quite taken aback initially, but then they do, you know, stop doing it, and then you can move on. No, I mean, I if someone made a racist joke in front of me, I mean, in fact, this did happen. Someone did make a racist joke in front of me recently. A guy I was sort of dating, he said a racist slur, actually, and I questioned it, and I said, you can't say that word. It was a P word. I said, you can't say that word. 
And he said, why? There's only two white guys here. And I just thought, okay, I'm, I'm not all right with that, actually. Yeah. Anyway, so I, didn't, I haven't seen him again since. But I do think, yeah, you stand up and you say, I don't like that. FYI, I'm not okay with that. I'm so, so sorry. I shouldn't be giving any advice. <laughs> this is your feature, Dan. No, no, no. I'm really sorry. Back to you. Sorry, Dan. I'm so sorry I took that away from you. <laughs> What's your advice? I would say something and let us know how it goes. <laughs> okay. Thanks very much. Woo! That was Non Gay Eye. Non Gay Eye. Welcome back, gays, non gays, and everyone in between to a gay and a non gay. Dan. Yes. Have you noticed that Talia has added she stroke her pronouns to her Twitter bio and email signature? I did notice that, yes. What does that mean and what do you think about it? Well, I think it's like an act of solidarity with transgender people, isn't it? Right. To make an environment where... non-binary people, I guess. Yeah, yeah, of course, sorry. To create an environment where people feel comfortable to be able to say, these are my pronouns without it being a big deal. I believe that gender is all just BS and that it causes all sorts of problems, including the pay gap and the right to vote. And it causes a lot of discrimination, even just in terms of women drivers or women belong in the kitchen. And then on top of that, it leads to misogyny within the gay community about bottoms and tops and masculinity. And I just, I just think it's toxic. So I don't like gender and I don't really even like referring to myself as he or him. I clearly do. I mean, I, I would expect someone to call me him or he. But I also have friends that call me she. And I'm cool with that. I don't really care. Yeah. Like, I think it's all just a waste of time. Actually, you know, in other languages, they have... This is so... I think this is something that, that needs to change. And obviously, we're not French. But, you know, in France, there's a feminine and a masculine way of saying different words. Yes, I did know that. I got a French A-star GCSE. Oh, my God. Will you stop bragging about how educated you <laughs> When we were in Lisbon, if you're a man and you're thanking someone, then you would say, obrigado. If you're a woman, and you're thanking someone for a service or whatever, in Portuguese, you say, obrigada. So, obrigado, I would say, because I'm him, he. But if you're a girl, she, her, you would say, obrigada. I think that's wrong. So when I was in Portugal, just, to, I don't know, I'm sure it was weird, but I was just saying both. Equally, you could argue that it's a good way of identifying... Oh, yeah, you could. So... Who you are. Yeah. And telling others what you expect from them. In fact, actually, um, that would solve a lot of problems if the, if we had that way of... Being if there was a way that you could say hello that was... I'm a woman. Yeah, without saying... I mean, you could just say it like that, I suppose. It just seems, you, a, bit, you, seems you, a bit strange. Hello, I'm a woman. Like, <laughs> but, Yeah, I mean, I guess. But then don't you feel... This is such a big conversation because don't you feel like people shouldn't have to identify who they are? Like, why does it matter? Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying that. That's such a stupid thing to say when we're called a gay and a non-gay and I'm all about waving the flag and being proud of who you are. But in terms of gender, I think it's frustrating that we have to have it anyway in the first place. There shouldn't be yeah, gender. But, but, but there is, and people identify a certain way and they want... And but it is just for whatever, lab- it's labelling. No, but people, people are women who... It might not necessarily be obvious that they identify as a, as a woman. So there's got to be a way of... Getting that across, yeah, that isn't just like no. oh, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter to me. Like for example, if someone called me a woman, I wouldn't care. But to other people who are transgender or non-binary, calling someone a woman when they identify as a male is 
awful for them. Yeah. So for that reason, that's why we have to have this admin <laughs> of... Of saying he, her, him, her, he, yeah. she. I can only relate it to being gay because I don't have... I'm happy in my gender, in my assigned gender. But being gay, that was difficult. So it wasn't. it's, it's never been a safe space. When I was growing up, it wasn't a safe space to just tell anyone. And at work people would often say oh do you have a girlfriend or you know family members would say do you have a girlfriend yet now if i could have walked around with a t-shirt saying gay that might have made it easier but it also would have been really stressful for me to have been forced to tell everyone on my email signature gay and if i wasn't ready to tell people on my email signature that everyone else was doing it and i had to put on my email signature what i was i'd probably have ended up lying because i was too scared to come out at that point nobody's forcing anybody to put anything in their email signature that's well i don't a know red I mean, companies are suggesting that that's what people but there's, do. they're not forcing people to do anything that's but doesn't a, it look odd if you don't if suddenly everyone else has i don't think it does actually i don't i get why it's there and i think it's wonderful to try and create that safe space but i would rather assign or a notification going out to all staff saying P.S., you know, don't assume anyone's gender. Like, <laughs> yeah. ask them how they identify. And I've done that. I've said to people, how do you identify when I've met them? Yeah. Rather than saying, rather than assuming, I'll just say, so, oh, hey, nice to meet you. I'm, I'm James. How do you identify? Like, what's your name? How do you identify? And that can mean gay, straight, he, she, whatever. I don't, I don't think that's a problem. Obviously, I would only do that in, like, a queer space, though. Or if I'd met someone on a night out, maybe. I actually, like made out with someone on a night out and I said to them how do you identify after that and they said actually I identify as she and I was like oh (laughs) well hey welcome to the team (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) your first non-gay experience yeah it was really strange (laughs) anyway nothing else nothing else happened through that afterwards but we had an amazing conversation and I think she was beautiful and I really enjoyed meeting her. Have you been turned? No, no, Dad. We know that you can't turn someone. <laughs> well, so no, I haven't. I'm just checking. Get a grip. <laughs> so I was on a train yesterday, right, from London to Birmingham, and it's, it's an interesting story. But for the purposes of illustration, I had to ask a, somebody to move out of the way so I can get to my seat. I think like Birmingham City were playing or something, so it was tra- the carriage was full of lads in the quiet zone, and I said, "All right, mate, can I just jump over you?" Now, what we've just said, on that basis, I shouldn't say that. Or, I don't know, maybe Am not. I making an assumption that, that, that this person who is, like, drinking beer with a beard on the way to a football match? Yeah. Am is I it, making a, a, a big assumption? Yeah, you are, yeah. That they identify as a male? Yeah, you are, yeah. But that's okay, that's not offensive. It's normal. It's what we've been brought up with and it's how society's told us to behave. So, no one's offended by that. And I suppose that's also my point. I don't think... Uh, it must be hurtful as someone that's in a different gender to the one you've confused them with. I know gay people that have phoned call centres and have been called ma'am, for example, you know, because they've got a high-pitched voice and sound camp. Yeah. For want of a better word. I don't think they're offended by that. But if I said to this person, how do you identify? They well, you would, don't need to. You just they need would to be go, like, what are you, you on about? You just need to say, hi, sorry, do you mind if I jump over you? You don't need to assign them a gender. Would it have been helpful for you to have have had at points in your life gay in your email signature? I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's unnecessary information. Why, do, why if I'm emailing you about a contract, like, do I need to tell you I'm gay? It's none of your business. Like, that email is leaving 
my inbox and potentially going externally. Yeah. Why should I be telling you I'm gay? It's none of your business. Yeah, true. I don't, just, I don't understand just, it. Just a thought. But yeah. It's then. like you writing, um, Dan, non-hat wearer. <laughs> Non-gay. Surplus to requirements. Why would you, why would you do that? <laughs> it's such a weird thing. Or me putting ginger redhead. And actually, this would be great because I hate it when people call me strawberry blonde or say, actually, your hair's not that ginger. I find that offensive. Like, it's like they're excusing having ginger hair for me. Like, I'm ginger and I'm proud of being ginger. And that's the end of it. So I should probably write ginger redhead in my, in my email signature as well. So we put out a tweet about this and Anthony got in touch and I, I spoke to him um, on DM about uh, the company that he works for did this, basically. So I asked him what he thought about that. Right. And he says that they're committed to creating a safe space for their people, but also for their customers. And if right. people can see that they're aware of the variety of pronouns, they can bring their whole selves to work or feel confident talking to their representatives. Um, okay. And it's also showing that it's actually okay to ask what a person prefers, and it's 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 a simple and quick action, but it does have deeper benefits. Okay, that's kind of cool. Isn't so it? that's interesting. Yeah, that's really cool. For the record, then we identify as. So are we going to do that? He and him. Are we going to are we going to do that? Are we both going to commit to putting that on our profiles? If that's what Anthony's saying, and that's what Talia's saying, and that's what transgender toolkits are saying, shall we do that? I don't have any space. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I'm too busy promoting all my stuff in mine. <laughs> You know what, we should really, in practice, like you should always just, as we've said, you should ask someone what pronoun they use if you don't know, if you're unsure. Um, and you shouldn't assume anyone's gender identity. You should just use them, they, and babe. You know, that's what I do. I'm always like, hi, babe, whatever your sexuality or gender. And I think that's correct. You know, we should just assume that everything and everyone is gender neutral until you hear otherwise. Sounds like a plan. I'm going to write that on my bio. <laughs> Find us on your socials. We're at Gay Non Gay everywhere.